I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. I'm Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wiley from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bregnell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kedinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome back on to this edition of Run with Coach Parry. I am Brad Brown. We've got uh, Lindsay Parry with us once again. Lindsay, last time out, I asked you a pretty tough question. I think this one's going to be a bit easier, but it's good to good to touch base with you once again. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's always interesting to chat to you, and it's always my pleasure to engage with the running community. Absolutely. Lindsay, today's question is about breathing. We spoke about uh, stitches last time out, and we've had a couple of questions since then asking about sort of the way to breathe when running is there a correct way to breathe is there an incorrect way to breathe is it a case of going as hard as you can getting out of breath and then taking a walk what's what's the best way to breathe and and to stay comfortable while running the the best way to breathe is undoubtedly to have longer deeper breaths more rhythmic breathing and most people's breathing rate adjusts to the energy demand Um, and the fitter you are the more efficient that process becomes. And so although when you're running really hard, your respiratory rate, in other words, your breathing in and out will increase a lot, there won't be any panting. So the breaths will still be big and you'll be clearing out most of the capacity of your lungs so that you can take another deep breath in. The problem comes in particularly with less trained athletes that when they start getting to that point, they actually start to pant. So they, they breathe rapidly, but it's quite shallow breathing. And that is inefficient because we don't get rid of enough of the carbon dioxide and we also don't get a good breath of oxygen in. Uh, and then you obviously get quite tired quite quickly. And that also relates to the stitches that we were talking about last week uh, where you are more likely to get cross-bridge fatigue and, and the diaphragm or the intercostals going into cramps. So we want deep breaths, and the rate at which those breaths are taken are normally determined by the demand for oxygen in the body. Um, and then if we can just go a little bit back to, to last week's question, and that is to say then that is exactly why when you have a stitch, I say slow your breathing down because first focus on getting the deep rhythmic breaths and then obviously if you're still short of, of oxygen at that point, those deep breaths will then become more rapid in nature and you'll then be breathing fast and deeply. And for me, that's the important part is that we're taking the deep breaths. It's not so important about the rate, but they must be deep breaths. Lindsay, it's quite interesting. And, and just as you're saying that, I was thinking back to uh, uh, one of the podcasts we did a few weeks ago with regards to the run-walk strategy. And uh, I'll link that up, by the way, as well. If you want to click through, you can. Uh, but it's it's almost a, a case of getting into a rhythm. And, and I see it so often with, with guys who are training for triathlon, same thing with a swim, that they, as you say, they're panting, they get to a point where you can't anymore and you're forced to slow down. It's the same thing with a run-walk. You don't want to run so much that you, you have to walk. So it's the same thing with the breathing, is you want to try and keep it as controlled as possible for as long as possible. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. And what you don't want is to get to a point where you push that respiratory drive so high that you have to walk to get it back under control. So you want to be taking walk breaks long before you get to that point. 
Uh, and that's often the mistake that people make with walking on hills, is that when they get to a hill, they'll run until literally they just can't anymore, be it their legs are failing. But more often than not, it's not the legs that are failing. It's just that, wow, I just cannot get enough air. And then they are off, forced to walk. And if you take regular walk breaks, you can stop yourself from getting anywhere near that respiratory distress. And that is part of the reason why we do the, the run-walk breaks. Lindsay, one of the, the, the sort of tips that I was given when I first started running was, was almost, that they call it a talk test with regards to your breathing. So if you're still able to, to have a conversation while running, then your breathing is under control as opposed to, to talking as fast as you can and then <gasps> pulling one out and then going again. You almost want to be able to comfortably talk. Yes, you will be slightly out of breath, but that, would you advise that as well as a, a bit of a rule of thumb? Yeah, so that's actually a, a, a good one, and the way you've described it is, is quite good too. So if you can talk fairly fluently and hold quite a robust conversation and you don't have to keep stopping your conversation just to get your breath back a little bit and then start again, then you, then you are running easy enough and your breathing is under control. So if you have to, like say, make one or two comments and then you know just give me 30 seconds while I get my breath and then go again – then you've probably pushed yourself too high into a respiratory drive, certainly for a training run and certainly for a very long ultra-distance type of race. Um, obviously, if you're racing 10s and 15s, you can expect that and you won't be holding too many conversations. But this is the sort of thing that we'll use in long training runs and I think that's really where you are going with this yeah and uh if you are running on your own and having a conversation uh the breathing is probably going to be the least of your worries uh lindsey <laughs> perry as always great to catch up thank yes, you yes for... but it does mean that you probably are a good runner because we are a special breed <laughs> Thank you very much for your time once again. Don't forget, if you have any comments or questions, you can pop them uh, below this post. You can also make sure you subscribe uh, to Run With Coach Perry. Don't miss a single episode. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're looking for a training program, all you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash program. And also, if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching, we've got some of the best one-on-one -on -one coaching money can buy. Make sure you check it out. That's coachperry.com forward slash training. Until next time, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers.